Hey, salute to all y'all, man. But listen, the Dallas Cowboys, we can all agree. Um, Brandon Cooks is better than Noah Brown, correct? Yeah. Yeah, like hands down, like that's not even a question, right? Okay. Uh Stefan Gilmore, and I love Anthony Brown. I think he got a lot of a lot of hate that it was unwarranted. But Stefan Gilmore is a better cornerback than Anthony Brown, right? Yes. You, you would think you would think so, right? <laughs> all right. So the Dallas Cowboys, you know, uh have I mean, this is a, this oh, is a, the Cowboys. Yeah, oh, it's in here. Yeah. I'm glad y'all what's said that. Nice. Yeah. Well, what's, what's good with y'all, man? What's happening, sir? No doubt, no doubt, no doubt, man. Uh, everything sounds straight. The audio straight. Everything good. We're ready to roll. Yes, man, sir. we're ready to roll, man. Thank uh-huh. you for tapping in, uh-huh. my boy. Hey, I know I'm family now. You know how you family? You say, hey, man, I'm right down the street, man. Yeah. Hey, you got the door open. <laughs> <laughs> Come on in, Kimpo. Come on hey, in. Got the we... and everything ready for you, man. You got donuts Look. and everything. What's good with y'all this morning, Look, man? You, you man, know how right you, my boy. You know how Wayne said, Marley don't shoot him. We ain't got to say that no more. You know what I'm saying? We <laughs> just let wa- wa- Law come on through the door. Come on. Ooh, <laughs> good one, man. I would never be homeless. I know for sure I'll never be homeless. I can go to Alabama and stay. I can go over there with my guy West Coast. You know, I might have to go to work now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> ain't no free living, ain't no free lunch. But man, uh, I know for sure, man. I I love this family, man. And there are there are no comparisons as it relates to what they're talking about. A gap. I heard you guys when y'all said that they had to do everything just to get close to what we did. And Dak Prescott still put up 40 points. He put up 40 points. Yeah, for it. Hey, it's like it's like it's like Big Mama making the mac the macaroni and cheese, and it's like it's like your new girlfriend making the macaroni. And cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Big, Mama, Big Mama go in the kitchen, and man, she just grab a couple things and throw yeah. a couple things. You see it yeah. one or two times, yeah. and it's good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But a new girl yeah. in there, she in there. Look at the ingredients. Yeah. You got to figure everything out on the floor. Like everything out. This doesn't hey. look like a smidgen. And what I say is this, man. Like I say, the Cowboys, and I've always say this. Like, And listen, since I am a Cowboy fan, I am qualified to critique and say the things that my team needs to fix. Just like you're qualified to speak on the laws. Just yeah. like Landlord is qualified to speak on the landlords. Just yeah. like HTM is qualified to speak on the HTMs. Why? Because right. we've known these people. Cowboy fan 30 plus years. I'm qualified. Right. I'm qualified to say that there are things that my team does not do as well as other teams. But guess what? We still end up damn near in the same spot. And I'm going to tell you this right here. I think, honestly, what the NFL is really showing us this, and I think this is going to be the real conversation changer. I think every team is almost close. You know what I'm saying? But what it really comes down to is like a DAC difference. An offensive coordinator difference. Yeah. And like these are all these are 32 teams filled with professional athletes. Everybody is really close. Yeah. Listen to this though. Listen to this. This this part of my argument why I say the gap is non-existent at this point. Because think about this. The gaps, well, the holes that we had last year, and this still was a good team, y'all. That's why I said yeah. we don't want to talk about that. We don't want to talk about that, but this team really overachieved, bro. If we get the name in the big holes that we had in this team last year, it's simple. It's easy. Look, what was the biggest holes we had? We couldn't stop a nosebleed in the run. We right. had no cornerback two. We had no wide receivers. All of these big-time holes in this team, and we still – was in the second round of the playoffs with a competitive game and loss. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So now when you look at it now, this team didn't address most of all them holes. We, we addressed all, yeah. of, all of them and got better at them. Now we made cornerback two a strength. Now we made wide receiver two Ooh. a strength. So you think that these boys badly could beat us last year with all those holes in our team, mm-hmm. and we got the better quarterback. So Ooh. now you think they got a chance now? Yeah. Um, see, that's why I said to begin with, I didn't like the question at all. I didn't like the question that you, I didn't like them asking the question, and I didn't like DeMarcus Lawrence uh, addressing the, the question like that. Yeah. I didn't, it's no flaw, it's no uh, gap at all. I wouldn't even yeah. acknowledge a gap. That's what I'm saying when D Law kind of acknowledged it. I could see them going to the Super Bowl, but no, it's no gap for real, bro. They just uh, got a fortune hand and made it further in the playoffs. That's yeah. all that happened. And Lord, landlord, think about this too. Think about this, fellas. The Cowboys over the last couple of years have played the former Super Bowl champions or Super Bowl champions 
in every opening season. You know what I'm saying? Right. The very next season, right? Right. Think about uh-huh. this. Think about this. Nobody gives, like, you know what? If Fungu to the Eagles, right? Bruh, right. We beat the damn Cincinnati Bengals that nobody gives us credit for. This is our backup quarterback, bro. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. why don't we get, like, listen to me. Why, listen to me. Stop giving the Eagles credit just because they won an additional game. How right. about those Minnesota Vikings that were 8-1 and one that looked unbeatable, dude? Yeah. I Beat them. Hey, went up third and three on the boys. It was over with. Yeah. Yeah. out of them boys. Hey, and and, and you, you spitting the truth. Go ahead. No, no, no. Well, what I'm about to say is, is when you have limited vision, right? Because a third of our fan base got a limited vision of ourselves because they buy into three ladder to four ladder network. I heard right before I jump on, we got a lot of fickle fans. We got a lot of feeble minded fans. Whereas you do one blow one time and they, they all the skies falling. The, the, the Cowboys are trash. Look, we haven't lost back to back all last year, but you would thought that we did, right? You would think that we went on a, a long losing spree. We went 12 and five, no, no shade at them, but we went 12 and five with a Noah Brown. With a, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. when we start talking hey, about these things, your boy Jane Washington. And James Washington. And when you have good vision, you will sit back and say, that is not enough. The Kansas City Chiefs won the Super Bowl primarily because they knew that they didn't have enough at wide receivers. So that's why they went and got a Kadarius Tony, because if he wasn't out there on the field on Super Bowl, we could be having a whole different conversations right now. You know, he was a game changer, a difference maker in that Super Bowl. Let me know if I'm lying in our hood. No, you you were not not lying. Yo, just to piggyback off what he said, like I I had to, I basically broke it down yesterday saying that every team has a flaw. That's right. something that some people don't realize. Like, bro, every team has a flaw. The, the Super Bowl champion Chiefs had flaws. They had a, a what, a decent, okay wide receiving core, and they right. had a young secondary. You know what right. I'm saying? So every team has a flaw. It's the OC and the DC job to match those flaws to the best of their abilities and match wits with the opponent. That's the mm-hmm. whole. That's the whole nature of the game. So not to say that we don't have flaws, but when you think about it. If we have the least amount of flaws, that means you got a good team. That's all I mean, that means. I mean, at this point, the Eagles have more flaws than we do. You look at look at what at the, at the current makeup of their roster. Yeah, they I do. mean, they they're they're there's questioning their safety room. They just lost a safety that had what six interceptions for them last year. Yeah, yeah, they, Gardner. Yeah, so, they yeah. they lost their starting middle linebacker. Like I, like man. like. No, you good. It's yeah, CJ yeah, Gardner. Yeah, yeah, hey, hey, CJ Gardner, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so CJ Gardner-Johnson. Then, you know, they lost they, um, they started middle linebacker in Edwards. And then they already had questions on the defensive, on their defensive line. You know, I know they high on Jordan David. That's, a, that's still a question mark. You know, the, the other boy ain't played a single snap in the NFL. So there's still questions questions there. So, you know, it's, it's not like they're this unbeatable juggernaut. We couldn't stop the run last year. They sure can't stop the damn run. They got they got ran off the field in the Super Bowl, yeah. so you know we we have less you know if we just look on paper right now we have less glaring weaknesses you know along our team we got a better safety room you, even if you think the Eagles no uh cornerback room is better which I don't you know you you could argue it's you could argue it's a push you know if you want if you want to no, go there I'm going with my guys <laughs> hey, I'm going I'm going with my guys too but you know like even if you yeah. wanted to be objective you know what yeah. I'm saying like here at, at worst it's a push because you know. You know, they love Maddox. We got a Deron Bland that had five interceptions out there. So, you know, we still got a deep. And listen, matter of fact, you go deep. If you go four deep, we saw what their fourth cornerback did. It got towed up, you know, against, against us. We we trust Jordan Lewis as, as our fourth cornerback. So, you're right. I'll go ahead and just, and just flat out say we got a better cornerback room. You go four deep. I'm going to say this right here, right? Because I, I don't like saying positive stuff about the Eagles, but I will always tell the truth. And this is this. I do have a belief system that any hole that the Eagles feel that they have on their team, they will try to fix it. Of course they will. But this is what I will say. Because all that stuff y'all said sounds good, and it makes me feel all warm and fuzzy on the inside. (laughs) But I'm going to tell you this right now. (laughs) I personally don't give a damn about all that. You want to know why? Mm. Three letters, D-A-K. If he plays, you know the outcome. Next subject. 
Facts. Yeah, it's <laughs> over with. Listen it's over me. with. What are we talking about? It's we over. are talking about a team that Dak Prescott physically owns in a division that cannot beat him consistently. I don't give a damn who their safety is. No. Nope. Their safety, that, listen to me. The yeah. best Philadelphia Eagles team that they could put on a field, they did last year. They could right. And look, the best of historic defense, what did Dak Prescott do to him? Put 50 points on him, bro. Y'all better quit playing, man. Y'all sit up here and entertain them when they call your quarterback trash. I'm going to tell you this. Listen to this is This is where I think the travesty comes in, is when we talk about Cowboys versus Eagles, and we don't start off with four. Like, man, I don't give it to CJ Gardner, blah, blah, blah. I don't give a damn. I don't even care about Tony Potter. I don't care about none of them dudes, bro. If Dak plays, you're gonna beat the you're gonna beat him, bro. Yeah. Like let's yeah. just be real. Let's just be real. Cowboys, and listen, you can say whatever you want to say, but I will say this: a 49ers, I've said this, a 49ers defense is schematically designed to beat a Kellen Moore offense. Exactly. My goodness, man. Yes, indeed. I'm gonna tell you guys the reason, being I'm gonna give you one reason. I'm gonna tell you, I can give you a bunch of reasons, but I'm gonna tell you the main reason. The main reason is this. Kellen Moore's offense is designed with curl routes, in routes, things that break inside, right? That means when the receiver breaks his route, he's turning around and he's flashing his numbers, okay? Yeah. That's what they call it. Yeah. Only problem with the 49ers defense is they're right. the number one tackling defense in all of football. So right. what? They're going to let you catch the ball and do all this stuff in front of them. You want to know why? Because they have confidence in tackling you and stopping right. the yak. Yeah. Go look at the Dallas Cowboys yak yards versus the 49ers. It's almost no, it's no, it's up it's a it's nothing. It's non-existent. It's, it's non-existent. Non That's why I got I'm gonna be honest with you. That's the real reason why the Cowboys really couldn't give the ball to Tony Pollard because they already knew in their mind to be honest with you that wasn't going to be effective. Why? Because they can tackle, bro. Time yep. out. Listen to this. This right here right here finna tell it out. Tell it out. I always said the matchup that we lost against the 49ers was between D'Amico Ryans and Kellen Moore. It but wasn't the offense. It wasn't the Man. defense. Yes, Man. That's who we was losing to because you want to know why? This the proof right here. Yeah. Our Amari Cooper led wide receiving core with CeeDee Lamb and stuff on, on a notch. Where would y'all rank that compared to the one last year? What talk about which which one? The one that we had year before last compared to the wide receiver call we had. Was, it, was, it was way better when we had a more cool. Yeah, yeah, Paul's yeah. right though. Paul's right though. Listen, 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 listen. That, that, that superior wide receiver call we had in 2021, right? Compared mm. to the one in 2022. Why we lost the same way? Was no change of game plan. Why we lost the same yeah. way? Because because we got this stubborn. This yeah. is what I'm saying. No, because it's Kellen Moore playing. Even yeah. though he had better weapons, he still failed the same way. Yeah. It's his offense, apparently. Kellen Moore was losing to D'Amico Ryans, man. That's what it was. He yeah. was getting choked out in, in smoke backyard like Friday, like, like Smoke say. Choked out in smoke backyard <laughs> against D'Amico Ryans. That was the battle that we lost. And I'm going to tell you, the reason we lost it is because it is a schematical thing. And you know what it also shows? It also shows the arrogance in Kellen Moore, right? Because Kellen Moore had theoretically a year to prepare for this 49er defense. You want to know why? Because they didn't change from the year beforehand. Bro, we didn't Man. lose. Listen to me. It doesn't matter if Brock Purdy played or, or Jimmy Garoppolo. Theoretically, yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo actually had a better game than us. <laughs> to be honest with you. I mean, versus us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Playoffs. He actually, and guess what? Think about this. They both threw interceptions in critical moments. Both of them did. Yeah. Look, you know our mean? defense did their job, and our offense was just, where was our offense? Right. Well, <laughs> when, you, when you start talking about the low-hanging fruit, the, the lowest common denominator would be, hey, it's the quarterback, it's the quarterback. But if I ask anybody that's in here right now, how do you beat quarters defense? How do you beat when they drop six and they drop seven? You don't throw into that, right? No, you run no, on that. You figure out ways to make that safety come down inside the box, and then you play the play action off of it. Even you if you're gaining, out, even yeah. if you're gaining two and three yards, man, you're just trying to get that safety down, right? You just try to get them from stop rushing only four and getting a bigger box so that you can start hitting the outside, so you can hit them with the inside seam routes and what have you. The Cowboys didn't do no strategy. 
they even went when we got inside our own 20, that second and two, let's go empty. Man, as a DB, man, or a linebacker, I'm doing like this. I'm grinning. I'm sitting there like, yes, because I can sit on the sticks. I can sit on the routes. And that is exactly how the Niners played us for two years in a row in the the postseason. You know, like I said, even when Kellen Moore had a 10 in talent, and then the next year he had a five, the results and the game plan looked exactly the same. That right does show some incompetence from your O.C. Man, it shows a very limited offensive philosophy. If you're unable to adjust to what the defense is trying to throw at you, you know, you're just trying to run your plays. You know, you're limited as an offensive coordinator. So this is put this into into perspective, man. You know, there's there was no consistency in the way that we called the game. That's why we were, that's why we were able for that's why we were able for Dak Prescott to go out there and have the game that he had against Tampa Bay and then turn around. You know, run the same exact game plan against a different defense, and you know, get those and get those results. You know, if you're a good offensive coordinator, you will attack a defense's uh, defense's weakness and make them adjust to what you're doing. You know, what I'm saying like they did not, he did not go out there, you know, and properly, you know, and properly attack with the, with the, uh, the defense that, that the 49ers ran out there. You know, that's why we ended up, you know, having Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott was our leading rusher for a large majority of that game. Yep. Now let's talk and, about the game know, they played against the 49ers. Hey, real, real this quick. what got them to the next level. But go right. ahead. And also, you know what else? You know, it also shows, too, because, you know, we you know, we don't want to sit up and just rag on Killamore because, hey, he's gone. Praise yeah, God. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We have new opportunities. But this is why I'm actually kind of like – I'm going to say something about – because, you know, I as said, bad what was the 49ers weakness? as bad as Killamore was, as bad as Killamore was, right? This talent was still able to compensate for those mistakes and get them in position to win games, right? Mm-hmm. So it it definitely encourages you because it lets me know that, you know, Mike McCarthy ain't even got to be a guru. Like, you just got to be a dude that makes common sense. I was about to say common yeah. sense. It's like a lot of the stuff that – a lot of the things that's going on right now are just things that are like – it's like, you know, it's funny because, you know, I got a 19-year-old daughter, right? And I hear her and I hear her, you know, the conversations like there was a check. She got she go to UCLA. She got a check sent to her to the house. I don't know what happened to the check, man. The check came here. I don't know what it disappeared. Right. Right. is tripping out. (laughs) What am I going to do? I'm like, you can just call them and see if someone cashed it. And if they didn't, just tell them to send you another one. They do that. Yeah, they do that. (laughs) Like they do those things. But it's like. You look at it, so you take that same mindset, right? And I see fans and I see I see you know teams having that same mindset. It's like if you if you haven't experienced it yet, then it's like this new franger thing. And it's like, bro, this is some normal day-to-day thing. You know what I'm saying? What we're seeing, the diminishment and the upgrades of teams, this happens every single year, right? But mm-hmm. the real difference, right? Like, why does it people be thinking, do the Chiefs just get every good players every year? No, they don't. No, no they don't. But you know what they do? These little things, like I'm going to give you an example. The Chiefs lost in a Super Bowl. They lost in a Super Bowl. You want to know why? Because their tackles, bro. Both their tackles were out of the game. What did they do the very next year? They went all in on that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's about identifying. It's like what's a great thing in what you said, Law. I mean, I mean, landlord. It's a great thing what you said. It's identifying your problems and yeah. actually fixing them. You don't got to fix the whole team. Yeah. Right. Like, think about this. We lost Anthony Brown, but guess what? We threw four different corners at it. I don't really remember a moment where somebody just went four or 500 yards on us. Yeah. yeah. You, you get what I mean? You just got a mask don't fly to the best of your hey. ability. Yeah, you got a mask and Every team. Well, I, like, for example, the most one of the most dominant basketball players in uh, NBA history, Shaq, right? But what was his flaws? Shooting. Shooting. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Perimeter. You know, I want to get them down inside. So yeah. you as a coach, you got to see those things and say, hey, I'm gonna get you to play to your max capabilities, right? And that we've seen that even with uh the Niners. Yep. You know, when their quarterback goes down, they look at ways on how they maximize their 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 the things that they do well at is running the ball, right? Make easy throws for said quarterback. On top of that, even when you look back at what the Eagles did, you know, instead of betting against Jalen Hurts, they bet it with him. They say, okay, they're going to give him A.J. Brown. They're going to make sure that Smitty, he's going into his second season. They're making sure that they put another qualified wide receiver with him and Dallas Godard. Let's 
let's understand that Jalen Hurts, he, he is a half of a field read guy. He's not going through his progressions. He's going to read, and if they take it away, he's running the ball, right? So right. that's what they did for him. I can't take that away from them, right? Yeah. And right. Steichens did a great job at that. But guess what? Steichens is not there anymore. And the new, the, new OC, yeah. the new OC, they can't run that brother into the ground because yeah. they're going to look at it and say, hey, we just gave that man all of that money. What and, you doing? And, Law, I'm going to tell you this right here. Something that is going to be back in the back of their mind is right. their quarterback broke their – he damn near broke his collarbone last year. Damn near, yep. And I'm going to just be real. Like, you know, when he played, when he came back, you saw how many times Jalen Hurst was running that ball. One would believe, one would believe that a smart organization says this. You have, you do not have the quality of backup behind Jalen Hurst, right? Yeah. So I don't believe the exact same thing you're saying, Law. $250 million. I would not be surprised that his first year on contract is just like Dak's first year on contract. What they do? Try to tear Dak into a Peyton Manning. Why? Because every time he runs, you're thinking, Forty million dollars, forty million dollars. Yeah. Slide, Dak. Yeah. Slide, Dak. Slide. <laughs> I mean, yeah. real, realistically, he's gonna have to stop running as much anyway. There is not a quarterback that averages eleven rushing attempts and stay healthy. Lamar, Lamar Jackson was the last guy that did it. He's been hurt the last two years, <laughs> right? You look at Cam Newton. Cam Newton, probably Cam most Newton. most physically imposing uh, running quarterback that I've ever seen. He could not stay healthy towards the end of his career. So, you know, you cannot consistently run that much stay and, and stay healthy. He didn't even do it last year, like Wes pointed out. He got hurt. He got hurt at the end, at, at the, end of the year, and that, and that will open the, the door for us down the stretch to, uh, to try to steal the division after having our quarterback out. So, you know, they will probably have a different kind of, a, of game plan with, with, uh, with Jalen Hurts, especially now that the, he doesn't have a, a stable of running backs that are actually healthy all the time. Like, he got some guy with talent. They got injury, they got injury his, histories. Right, uh, Swift got a lot of upside. Does not stay healthy. The yeah. same thing with the other boy from Seattle. He does not stay healthy. Penny, yeah. The thing yeah, about Penny. it though, they. But one thing people don't realize is, like we said, they replacing some of their top tier talent with rookies and stuff. So you gotta, you gotta hope that you can even be what you was last year. Let alone being better. We know we got better. <laughs> like we know we got better with the with just with the two free agents we got. We yeah. got much better. Cause we didn't have many flowers to begin with, and it's proven talent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. but you guys gotta think. You know, every organization they gonna they gonna try to re they gonna try to replace them with somebody they think is going to succeed, right? True. But yeah. One thing I one thing I will say this is like I love that everything that we're talking about the Eagles it was not the deciding factor on why they beat us week one. I mean, that first game. Like every Cowboy fan on here knows that if Dak Prescott plays that game, the first game versus the Philadelphia Eagles, we beat them. We would have won, yeah. yeah. We would have won. So think about this, man. Like, they're, like we can talk about all this team building, but at the end of the day, it's going to be a Dak Prescott offense with whatever. Because I know I've known I know three different offenses that Dak didn't put 50 points on this defense. Yeah. Think yeah. about this, Three, think three about different this. wide receiving cores that Dak didn't put 50 it's points on this quick. offense. Think about yeah. this. They talk about if, if uh, Jalen Hurts would have played the second game, they would have beat us. Bro, Jalen, why Jalen Hurst' game didn't look as good as Garner Minshew' game? Garner Minshew, tell me that y'all don't, y'all don't, y'all ain't afforded the luxury to say that. When Garner. we seen what Jalen Hurst did against this defense, and it was lackluster, it was pedestrian. Jaylen. So how you gonna say if he would have played that last game? Oh, we would have beat you. Now nah, Garner Minshew had a better game than Jalen Hurst did the first time around. So how Hold are you even gonna make that case? Moves Brown, how you say y'all would have won that game, but with Hurst play instead of Minshew, we would have won. No, because that beat y'all by Ow. twenty. That beat y'all no. by twenty. The and, one time and, they played, he blew y'all yeah. out. I was there, seen it live in person. That man, that man up here threw more. That man up there throwing touchdowns to Trayvon D. Like he back in college. More come just on, killed that bro. Look, why Jalen Hurst game didn't look like that game looked when he got when he got to play against y'all. Jalen Hurst badly threw over two hundred yards against us, man. So how you Gardner Minshew had an ex phenomenal game compared to where Jalen Hurst hey, is, and he still lost. You know, hey, I think the most points Hurst ever scored on us was like 26, 26. you know. So, hey, he never put 30 points on us. And Dak Prescott, since 2019, he averaged 32 or 35 points a game. So let, let's be real with it. 
Hurst don't play defense, y'all. Come on, y'all. I'm going to say this too. Real, I'm going to say this real quick. And this is going to be an explosive statement. An explosive statement. What, <laughs> what, what, what do you mean when I'm talking about? I'm talking about when we went the y'all, Dak Prescott and Hurst played one game, bro. It was 2021. It was 2021. He, what was this? Yeah, we'll just go. It was like 41-21. Like 41-21. What are you talking about? Let him argue with the internet. Don't get him no more. Don't get him. Especially if they ain't hit no stars or no chats, man. You can't. You just can't come boss hog the show like that. Dumb business. It's a million people in the comments saying smart stuff. Yeah, smart stuff. smart stuff. You know what I'm saying? But I will say this. I will say this, right? Cowboys. And this is what I said before the game, right? If you look at the Eagles team, the way they are designed, I honestly think Gardner Minshew would be a better fit for this team than Jalen Hurts. You want to know why? Played a way better game. Everything on the Eagles says throw the ball. Yeah. Y'all got two wide receivers that will be paid like their number ones. You have a tight end that's that should that's that's a top tight end. Yep. You have a running back who catches the ball. But then you have a quarterback that runs the ball. Listen, listen, this finna be real quick, bro. I can't, I, I can't, I be forgetting my point, so forgive me. But listen, everybody that say Jalen Hurts is just the best thing since sliced bread, right? Tell me what attribute the Eagles team got that don't benefit the quarterback. This man got everything, bro. He got a great O-line. He got a great tight end. This man got great wide receivers. What else he got? A, a great, he had a great running game. Like, everything that, that can help a quarterback, that's exactly what the Eagles had. But they just say, hey, Jalen Hurts is amazing and he's way better than everybody. Okay, leave it alone. I mean, D Jalen Hurts' best season as a NFL pro was as good as Dak Prescott's rookie season. And How many more things that can help a quarterback? Let me know. Did I forget some? Did I forget some? Yeah, I named but, everything. But listen to me. Y'all know, listen to me. I'm going to let this be known. Y'all yeah. know I love me some black quarterback. I love me the back quarterback. I love him, and I support. I support yeah. Mr. Jalen Hurts. But this is what I will. This is what I do not support. I do not support you guys' view of him. You know what I'm saying? I believe Jalen Hurts is what Jalen Hurts is, but I also believe that it's not sustainable. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I so think he's good. Considering he's good, it's just like they just make him like he's just great. I don't think he's just great. I think the OC used him in a great way. Just yeah. like Law said, like I can't blame him. If, look, I've been watching Jalen since college, bro. I know he's got better. But the way I look at it, like, everything I've seen Jalen Hurts doing, I'm like, yeah, Jalen can do that. That ain't yeah. nothing but good OC play right now. That's good it, it, OC. And, 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 and on top of that, man, for for us, to, we, we ain't throwing no shade or salt at Jalen Hurts. Because if I ask Landlord, what was Jalen Hurts' comp before coming to the NFL? Yeah, they tried to say he was that. Right, right. And, and HTM, what, what was his comp, you know? Who, yeah, Dak Prescott. Prescott. Yeah, yeah. So we get it. We understand it, you know, and we can see you put weapons around that and then you minimize his weakness by strengthening him and putting pieces around him. But here's the thing what the great Jimmy Johnson said, you know, once they catch on to what you're trying to do and mm. figure you out, that makes it even more harder. And then right. he was the. He was the first one when everybody thought that the Washington team didn't have a chance. I had it on my show. Jimmy knew that the Washington team was going to beat the Eagles that, that 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 week. He knew it. And he was the only person that said it. And everybody like, ah, Jimmy just hating because it's the Eagles. Nah, he was spitting the truth. And nobody likes the truth. And guess what happened in that game? Y'all can let me know who won, you know. Washington. <laughs> Washington. Yeah. But it's just what it is. Yeah. Hey, I'm gonna I'm I'm pull up something real quick. I'm, I just want to see something real quick. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it ain't no slighter than I told you. I, I, I gave big salutes to their OC. That's what the OC supposed to do. Right. I didn't see many things that I was like, now maybe I ain't gonna I ain't I ain't gonna lie on the young man. He did right. do a lot of things that he got better at. Yeah. I watched a lot of Eagles game. I'm like, okay, that was a good throw, Jalen. Now yeah. I ain't no hater now. I'm just being real. But most of the like majority of the game, I'd be like, okay, Jalen been doing that. That's normal Jalen stuff. That's normal right. Jalen stuff. Right. That right there, just a testament to how good they OC was calling the game and, and utilizing their talent. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, and I'm gonna say it like this, right? It's no, it's really the Eagles shouldn't even really be talking about what Jalen Hurst can do this year because when you give someone a six-year contract, it's about what can he do over the life of that contract. 
Will he get better? You know what I'm saying? Is this, is, will he, can he do with Dak did? And that is, Dak has gotten progressively better every single year. You know what I'm saying? Right. Dak has never had a year where he's sloped down. Now, people will say, oh, yeah, but last year, listen to me, if you can only point out one stat amongst 50 stats that are, that are equivalent to a quarterback, then we're in a good place, especially right. since six of those interceptions actually touched other wide receivers' hands before they went into another into a, a cornerback's hands, right? Yeah. And I'm going to tell you all this right here. Jalen Hurts don't even throw the ball like that to be in a situation. Like, Jalen, I would never think that Jalen Hurts has a bunch of interceptions. Let's swap receivers. Yeah. Let's swap receivers last year. Our receivers last year for their receivers. And yeah, then like, see what would have happened. Honestly, not even – or not honest, I'm going to keep it real. Not even just – just not even the receivers because – there's Jalen Hurts is not his second read is running the ball. Yeah, like it's a totally different situation when your first read is Devon, is Smith, other guy is um the other AJ, AJ. And, you, and then your third option is just take off running. Yeah, like that's a totally different situation where Dak Prescott is actually staying in the huddle and going through reads. And this is this is what I would say this right here. This I think now Dak is in the best position. Why? Because Jalen Hurts is still in a situation where they're asking him to carry a team. Bro, Dak shouldn't have had to carry a team that is CD Lamb, um, um God dang, Ezekiel Elliott, Tony Pollard, all these, you know, we had a squad. So it's like we need to, as an organization, get away from Dak carrying us every single week. Because yeah. that's not balanced either. Like we've talked a lot about the Eagles, and I and hey, I F the Eagles. We can talk about them some more later on. Yes, indeed. And and here, here's what I'm about to say, you know, and I'm not addressing everybody, but we're not taking a dump on the Eagles for going out there, getting to A.J. Brown or for getting him weapons or what have you or solidifying the defense. We're just pointing out the differences between the two, whereas we went 12 and five could have been possibly 14 and three if we just had our shit together. But what the problem is was the Cowboys were like, oh, we can roll with Noah Brown and still win 12 games. Think about this. We were up against the Jack Jacksonville Jaguars, right? We were up against the Green Bay Packers. But when you have a person by the name of less talent, you have less errors to make. Think about this. The the, the Colts, they went toe-to-toe with the doggone uh, uh, Philadelphia Eagles, right? They yeah. barely scraped upon that. If they didn't have an A.J. Brown, that's an L, right? I, I even look back at the Ch- Chicago game, although they end up pulling off from them. Hey, if they didn't have playmakers, that could have been an L for them. So yep. it, it's all about putting things into context to make sure that you can look at the talent level that you have on your team and say, hey, if we went 12-5 and five with this, Man, can you imagine what we can do if we finally get some weapons out there? And that's what the Cowboys did. If we would have actually bet with Dak Prescott for once. Right. Right. So that's the whole argument. They've been betting against the man since he came out. Right. You know what I'm saying? Since he came out. And and I'm going to tell you all this right here, too. Like, to a degree, the Cowboys are doing it again, man. Because (laughs) they've been against him again. I don't want to say. I'm about to say, I think they a little bit better in the wheel on this time. They ain't, they ain't push all the chips in the middle of the table. They they kept a little few this on is back. I say. You know what I'm saying? This is because there is still question marks on this offense. And I know we have guys that we love, but there is still – there is actually more question marks on this offense this year than there were last year. And the reason being is because – You're talking about – I'm talking about which are very back. important positions because both those positions was number one and two in touchdowns uh-huh. or in first downs. Those are what? Moving the ball. Now, also on a West Coast offense, we're not going to be – listen to me. As much as we love Brandon Cooks, the Dallas Cowboys are not stretching the field. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to say it. I, when I mean stretching the field, I mean like Kansas City stretching the field, like taking consistently shots. I do not believe that's the Dallas Cowboys way, and nor do I believe that's Mike McCarthy's way. Why? Because they've been very adamant on running the ball. That means your tight ends are going to be even more important this year. And that also lets me know that you're running blacks when you do pass the ball, there's going to be more play actions. Why? Because if running is going to be your strength, that means you're probably going to throw off your strength with this what? Play action. So it's like you are create. even though you did make some changes, you also created some question marks. Let me so- ask you this, Wes. Let me ask you this. Shoot. Do, do the 2023 Cowboys roster beat the 2022's Cowboys team? 
in my mind as of yeah. right now. Running a simulation right now. If you go best out of five or what have you, who will win? And you also got to count in that Tyrus Smith is healthy right now. Yeah, I'm yeah you count all of that. Count it up. If I, I can't say the entire the, the Dallas Cowboys offense versus the defense right now, I would probably say that the 22 offense is going to be better. I'm 2022's offense? offense. And <laughs> this is why I say, this is why I say, this is why I say, as of right now, you lost, bro, you lost almost, you lost, you lost 20 touchdowns in two guys. You lost 126 first downs in two guys. Like that is a lot that to replace. And you're and think about this. The last report I got from my tight end room, one was getting cussed out by Dak, and the other one was getting cussed out by the offensive coordinator. And, <laughs> and think about this. Tony Pollard still has the biggest brace in America on his foot, on his leg right now. And think about this. This is the thing. I 100% believe Tony Pollard's going to be his, be the guy when he comes back. But Michael Gallup showed me that I don't know when he's going to come back. And I shouldn't trust anything the Cowboys got to say about injuries until I physically see it myself. Because, Law, we're going to be in training camp. We're going to be there in, in next month. So we'll actually be able to tell. So man, I got my money on the 2023 Cowboys. Now I'm gonna get set up like the bad guy on that question. You wanna know why? Right, right. <laughs> you know why? Because I'm using, I'm using, not saying I'm not using facts, but I'm not using any any hope. I'm just going off of raw converse, off of raw. I haven't seen the 2023 offense, but I'm yeah, just yeah, those yeah. questions. Those questions, I don't know where the 20 touchdowns are going to come from, and I don't know where those 126 first downs are going to come from. You know what? I, I would have felt, felt differently if you just said, you know what, Law? You know, it's depending on who's calling the plays, you know. Without killing more, that's a huge upgrade. You know what? Without killing more, that's a huge upgrade. I'm jumping that boat with you, Law. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah. Depending yeah. on who yeah. that boat. Because we can play that game all day, 2022 versus 2021. And me and Coach Marv, boy, we got into it. Fist the cuffs almost on the phone. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, Coach Marv, you know how Coach Marv, he's like, yeah, 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 Law now. Now, now Noah Brown, <laughs> if you look at the overall, you know, you got that deep voice. Hey, you look at the overall concept, <laughs> he's putting up numbers just as good as Cedric Wilson, you know, and he's putting up numbers just as good as, and he was talking about the overall team concept. And granted, we had Amari Cooper in 2021. We had Cedric Wilson. He was in his bag in 2021, believe it or not. And the CeeDee Lamb was on his way going upwards, right? So yes. I was sitting there like, nah, yeah. coach, you can't get, you can't replace Amari Cooper with Noah Brown. Now, granted, we both finished the season 12 and 5. Collectively, our wide receiver core was still better in 2021, in my opinion, though. Hey. So you mean to tell me they took away Amari Cooper and Cedric Wilson, but Dak still yes. got us? Well, well, you know, not just Dak, but you know what I mean. You guys, you know I mean. I'm gonna tell you guys something. Yeah. Unfortunately, fellas, if the things work out the way they should work out, right? The question shouldn't be who's gonna be better because on paper, I think the 22 offense will look better on paper because you got to remember. Scoring was Kellen Moore's thing. Back, yep. Think about this. There were times where we didn't need to freaking score, bro. I was about to say to the to the like you know what I'm saying? Was, it was it was actually a True. bad thing though. Score. Sometimes we needed yeah. to just keep running the yeah. damn ball so the time can go off. True. Complimentary football. Oh my god, the, the game just went, it just lost my head. It just went. Yeah, yeah. When you were just saying that, I was about to, I was about, I almost interjected and was like, look, yeah, that yeah, went yeah. good. We could have finished, no, yeah, finished 14 and three. We could have finished 14 and three. All yeah. we had to do against the Jacks, run the ball. All we had to do against the Green Bay Packers, run, run the, the ball. Damn ball. Right. Like, and technically, ball. we played vanilla football against Washington at the end. So we could have literally lost only two games, believe it or not. And I know people are going to be like, nah, allow you, you just, you know, uh, homering this thing up. But nah, that's real talk. Bruh, if you're a, listen to me, if you're a real, real cowboy fan, there has been moments with Kellen Moore where you have been up and you're thinking, bro, just don't don't try to score anymore. Just just keep 
winning it, bro. Like, yeah. and I'm you, like that's and I'm gonna tell you this is this is the one the one of the biggest disconnects because I told you I was gonna give you one thing that Kellen Moore used to irritate me about, but I'll give you two things that he used to irritate me about. He was an offensive coordinator that was oblivious to the fact that he had a defense. Well, damn. He didn't he, he didn't look, on him that, that if I don't look. if I don't get it right now, the defense can just stop. Yes, they can just stop them, bro. Mm. Look, it's sad because you ain't taking care of them either. It's almost like it's almost like in basketball when your big man running, bro, throw uh. him a couple oops sometimes. You, you ain't doing you doing yep. him super bad. Like you you the defense will go out there and do something gangsta and Kayla Moore just running, gunning, gunning, and, and you, then and they listen, gotta go right back. Out on there field. running the floor, looking for the live, looking for the live. And you don't you don't never throw the man a oop. You think he Hell gonna no. keep playing like that? Hey, <laughs> hey, you can't you can't reward you can't not reward effort. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I'm also yeah. put this. We talk about the differences in between the offenses, right? We know that Kellen Moore used a lot of uh, digit system concepts. You know, you, he used to go out there, have them boys. Hey, you go. It was multiple, right? Should be multiple. Right. Should be sure. able to adapt, but they, they didn't do a good job at adapting. Too many option routes. Too many this. Too many that. Not enough motion. Not enough play action. We we know these things, right? From the statistics. Well, when you think about what we're planning to do this year. Obviously, you look at uh, Brian Schottenheimer. There should be more play-action concepts. Dak Prescott for his career, 48 touchdowns on play-action, only 11 interceptions, over 68% completion percentage when he uses that concept. You yep. see more, you'll see more screens in that, which in, in a sense will be an extension of the run game. Dallas Cowboys have never been top 10 in screen percentage since Dak Prescott has been here. right? So you give Dak Prescott, using this, this basketball terminology, you get him this boy more layups. Right, they've been asking Dak Prescott to take a lot of fadeaways, a lot of step back threes in this offensive concept we've been running. He'll have more layups, he'll have more sure things, he'll have more drive starters. So, you know, I feel comfortable with these, you know, with these concepts that they're going to throw out there with Dak, just giving the, the change in offensive philosophy, giving Mike McCarthy's track record, giving what we've seen with Brian Schoenheimer. So, you know, I feel because we got better personnel, like, like we were talking about, I know that Dalton Schultz is gone. But if you look at the at the track record of Brian Schoenheimer and you look at the track record of Mike McCarthy when the tight end was not named Jermichael Finley, they were not really included in the offense like that. Right? Jermichael, Jermichael Finley was the only guy that ate with Mike McCarthy. When he did not have this super athletic, super freak uh office, this you know, offensive weapon at the tight end position, they were not featured in the offense. They they went three wide, four wide, you know, no what the guys that got the ball. So, you know. I really, Hold I really up, Moose like Brown. You just talking what you're talking because last year, last la, hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't even, don't even cut me off. I'm, I'm, I'm speaking, <laughs> speaking on this. You said screens are not prominent in the NFL, in the NFL no more. Yet Patrick Mahomes last year was top ten in screen usage and in play action usage. So you mean to tell me the best quarterback in the league? Was one of the was one of the quarterbacks that used the most screens, but they're not prominent in the field. You just be oh. talking to talking, Brown. You my guy though, and I love that you in the chat box with me. You still my boy. Henny, listen yeah, to me. Yeah. Listen to me. I know right now if I was a dude in the comment box and I wanted to get my comment read, I would say something that Hemi know is not true so he could read. I'm just saying, if I was look. a guy in this comment box and I wanted to, I would definitely say something to piss off Henny, right? Yeah. Man, I forgot what we, what we was talking about because I had a Come point. on, we I got it. We got it. Go ahead. That boy, listen, I know this. You better hurry up and buy. <laughs> Screen game <laughs> can up. be the extension of your run game. It, it, it alleviates some of the pressure. And then in West Coast That's concepts, uh, you, you, far as, you know, taking the top off the defense of what West Coast was saying, you know, you can do it with deep overs, meaning that you take your outside – wide receiver and you stretch them all the way across on the top end and that will give you your underneath naturally so and it open it open up for up, that yeah. and i think that we have that we have speed most of our guys are four three or four four guys and we didn't utilize that last year we we kind of went away with that we kind of said okay we want you to run a five and a hitch come back seven and the hitch come back run to the sticks and come back and you stop motion with that. You stop rhythms with that. And the, the game plan was completely different with Michael Gallup with those bad knees and ankles and everything because he was trying to compensate on his pain by him coming back on a hitch route. You put him on the slant. You go back and you watch that Buccaneers tape, y'all. I promise y'all, Gallup ran slants in that game. 
He didn't run hitches and comebacks. But in the Niners game, here he is running hitches, comebacks, right? Even though it was on the sideline. Put him in favorable routes, and I think that that's what Mike McCarthy is going to do now with this offense and Brian Schottenheimer. Keep this in mind. I'm going to let you go, uh, Landlord. The Cowboys keeping 70% of Kelly Moore's scheme or play design, and they're going to add 30%. You know, so they're not throwing away everything. They're saying that, hey, there were some good stuff in this offense. That's why we were ranked top five in the last four or five years. But what they're trying to do now is let's do away with the J. Ron Curse catching the interception against the Eagles. And the first play out of that was a double reverse. Let, let, let's do away with that bull sugar stuff. Let's go wrong. Law Nation, you're a married man, so I, I'm gonna make this <laughs> real sweet, real, real fast and sweet, okay? Talk to you me. Just, you, how long you been married? About 15 years. So 15 um, years ago. Yeah, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. 15 go ahead. years ago, you meet your beautiful lady. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. You come in the house, and she like, you know, you tell your lady, I'm gonna keep 70 percent of the stuff my 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 ex girlfriend bought me. <laughs> Are you married today, Law? Wait a minute, hold on. No, 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 no. I wants to know. <laughs> I wants to know because I I just have a feeling that after firing a man, you're going to come into an offense and be like, Mike McCarthy, yeah, we got his ass up out of here, but this is what we're going to do. We're going to use 70% of his playbook. I listen to you. Hold on. Can I interject something? Because I know you you be you always concerned when you hear, well, that shit didn't work. We're still gonna run some stuff. There was a lot of things that worked. There was the things that did not work in his offense. Hold on. The thing that did not work in his offense was the option routes, right? That was, that was the thing that did, that did not work. When yeah. you think about the digit system in and of itself, it allows you to be multiple. You know, it is easier to understand, hey, my boy, just go out there and run a nine route. Right. Right. You know, that, that's, that's easier to understand that, hey, man, we're running spider wide banana, uh, X, you know, uh, Tallahassee, mid, uh, Mid-South, Midnight, Hut, you know, like, hey, that, that's that's easier. You know, that's what, what my partner was talking about, hey, that some of these things got a little too wordy. So, you know, like you can still keep, yeah. you know, like the digit, like the di- like some of the digit system on the fly. Like, hey, you can change it to a nine or two or one on the fly. Like you could keep that. And a lot of things will still work. But if you just take out like those option route concepts, you add in this play this play action stuff, you add in this West Coast stuff, right. you know, to take up for that thirty percent, then you probably have your good offense. Now, granted, you know, we could be wrong about the, about our assessment here. I could be completely wrong. They might still run out there and run some bull option routes. You know what I'm saying? Right, 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 so, I, right. so I'm going from the possible possible idea of just keeping the stuff that work and not, and and none of that poison seeping in. So you know, I understand what what you were having. Is. Was bad. Well, it's not everything was bad. Hey, come on, fam. Not everything was bad. Hey. No, this is what I'm saying though. Like, I'm not. Listen to me. I'm not trying to like like like. This is what I'm saying. You have all. You have new starting tight ends. You have new starting running backs. Right. You have a new starting second receiver, and you have a new starting offensive coordinator. And a new lineup on the offensive line. Your offense has changed, fam. Yeah, it there changed. It changed. Thirty percent is a lot. Let, listen to me. Thirty percent is a lot. I mean, hey, thirty. Only thirty percent of the world is just dry land. So you, this is a lot of stuff. Think about this, though, family. Think about this. That is more than thirty percent of the positions on your offense. Well, see, we're not talking about the offense itself. We're talking about schematically. Exactly. But what I'm saying is this. This is what I'm saying is this. There has been too many. This this offense schematically is about to be dumbed down, and this is as it should. As it should be. So with that, that is a that is more than seventy percent. Because think about this: Dennis Houston was able to get on this starting offense. You want to know why? Not because he was better than Noah Brown, because he understood what an option route was better than Noah Brown. He mm-hmm. knew what exactly, and that's why when we was at training camp, remember Law? We looking at Noah Brown. I mean, looking at Dennis Houston, like damn. Dennis Houston looked like a pro. He looked like he really know what he's doing. That number three on him was looking good. I it think was. he took it took his power away. He, got he knew what he was doing. You just said it. You just said it. He knew what he was doing. That it ain't had nothing to do with his capabilities, though. That was a flaw in exactly. Kellen Moore's so whole philosophy. Um, shout out to Macho Boom and man, yeah, he's showing love on every show, man. man. Shout, shout out to him, man. Shout out to yeah, David Sorrell. too. Oh yeah, hey, shout out to David Sorrell and shout out my bro, my boy Mucho Boomin. 
Appreciate y'all, man. Shout out to him. Keeping the lights that's, that's on over here, man. Oxnard Farm, man. Yeah, y'all think that we on. get a big corporation to pay for us to get out there to Oxnard? Nah, man. We come out there nah. for y'all, man. You know, for y'all. Support, I got to come out the pocket. Yeah, for y'all support. Y'all appreciate y'all. I ain't got no, uh, no, no uh, endorsements. endorsements yet. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah, still yeah, young. Yeah. <laughs> I think at the, in, the, in the grand scheme of things, they're, listen to me. We should all be excited that change is going to happen. You want to know why? Mm-hmm. Because every single time a team played us, their post-game interviews made you throw up. You heard, you heard stuff like, you heard stuff like, bro, listen, you want to be, you want to be funny? Go listen to Stephon Gilmore's breakdown of how he played the Dallas. Oh my mama, you ain't lying. Yeah. They knew what they was gonna do. That's that they told on Kellen Moore. They put him on front street. They they six nine. They gone on the, the line from the uh the uh, they Buccaneers. He was like, bro, you know, we we, we knew they weren't gonna well, do that was Devontae Devontae yeah. Dave or that was Devin White. One of them. <laughs> <laughs> they just they just telling everything. Like everybody's sick of what they was doing. And if you look at the way the 49ers played us, bro, them boy was sitting on everything, man. Now look. We know they got some good linebackers. You know what I'm saying? Them boys are good. But ain't no way they that extinct, yeah. instinctive. Ain't play. no way. Them, man, them boys was sitting on everything, bro, every play. That just shows me that Kellen Moore had got figured out and everybody knew what the Cowboys was going to do. What, what's the, Like you uh, read from Stephon Gilmore in that um, breakdown. He said everybody knows. He, said he didn't knew. say I know. He, he didn't say film say. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. He, he didn't say film said this. He didn't say... Uh, I know this. He said, everybody knows. When the Cowboys show you some one thing in the in the first part of the game, they're going, they going right it. back to it. Everybody he said, knows. everybody know this. So that right there alone tells you a lot about the league had Kellen Moore figured out to a certain degree, and he wasn't a ver- as versatile with his game plan and his play calling <laughs> that he should be. Think about that's this. what that's telling hey, you. Obvious. Who else calling? What what are these other players calling out these other right, teams' right, OCs right, right. at? Think, what think at, about this, what footage at? Think about this. When he says everybody, bro, like everybody, yo, you're <laughs> everybody, bro, not just me, not just you, the NFL, bro. not just you. <laughs> look, look, Wes, not just me, not just Law, <laughs> not just ATM, not just West Coast. Everyone knows this. Like he just wanted to let like, you and, know. And that. I'm gonna keep it real. That's why I'm okay with seven. Because listen. We do need to put different stuff on film. Right. 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 Because listen, when when how move move some of my son, y'all don't put that on deck. Did Stefan yeah, get yeah, one yeah, name yeah, back? Yeah, yeah. He talking about the offense. Name me the name defensive player that said, Hey, I'm calling out Dak about that. Yeah, I don't see them saying that. No. They talking about schematically. They talking about play calling. They talking about the OC. That's what they talking about. They ain't saying nothing about that. They telling yeah. you we look. They don't know what Dak finna do. They know what this offense finna do. And think about here's that's what I'm gonna say about Dak Prescott. There's no growth in comfort though. In peer to peer coaching, there would have been no growth. Dak Prescott by far is the only person since Kellen Moore left said, "Man, I'm really gonna miss." Him. I can't find another Cowboy player to say. Damn, I'm really, I'm really gonna miss him. Dak but here's in with context about what I'm about to say. That was Zach, he's a good guy. Yeah, 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 he's a good guy. But here's what I'm gonna say: He yeah. never, he never talked about Kellen Moore as a coach, though, and that's volumes to me because what he said is, "Hey, they started off as teammates." Close friends, like, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. and then he went from quarterback coach to offensive coordinator. So when you have somebody that's 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 over you that you once beat and defeated, there's really not much that that person can teach you, fam. And hey. that is real. Hard. Hey. You hey, don't even hard. respect them. Can can you naturally hey, you respect know, that person? I was about to say, as you know, I want to get Dak. I just really want to get Dak alone. In a, in a, in a, in a, in a, with a bourbon in his hand and a cigar in his hand, but you know, bow tie kind of yeah. slightly turned up. You know, he didn't have a good night. And I just went, hey, what you really think about Kelly? <laughs> <laughs> How you really feel about this? Oh, guys, he was just third string. Listen to me, bro. Like, listen, I'm just curious. When you was the starting quarterback and he was a backup, right? I mean, when he was the backup quarterback, when he was the starting quarterback, because you know, Tony Romo got hurt. Yeah. And, and you were the third string quarterback. Was you sitting and looking at him, asking yourself, "You're better than him"? 
or when you were the third string quarterback and he was the second string, did you honestly think that Kellen Moore was better than you? No, I, I, I always no, thought he was better man. than you. He always thought he was better you cannot I don't I don't think you can naturally respect right. the person like that in that in that type of dynamic. Yeah. I just don't think so. You can yeah. try to simulate it. You yeah. can try to for try him. your and, best. And he and he really might like him as a person, but like him as a as a coach, I don't you think can, so. Res, no, not 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 yeah. like. I'm talking about respect. Never. Respect. I mean, you can like, I mean what, I like a lot of people. I mean I'm just saying what, what had Kellen Moore done for him to respect him? that's the problem this is what i'm saying look the only way you can learn and like basically apply what somebody teaching you is respect like if, if, if somebody never knew nothing about uh cowboy space or youtube you think we finna listen right. to them no if they telling us about it we like man i don't want to hear you ain't never been there let me use something that's close to you, you know what i'm saying if no one knew of nick saban he walk into a room start talking football we be like, man, get out of here, man. He's five foot six. Yeah, yeah. And he got the loudest yeah. bark in the state of Alabama. Let me know if I'm wrong, right? And he will go in there and recruit hey. a guy that's six foot eight. Recruit a guy that's six foot four. That boy you went know what I'm saying? Because, yeah. Look, I do you want better, uh, Law. Look, just like, think about if Kellen, if if Nick Saban talking to you about you know, spirituality right. or something. Like, you don't, you might not want to get the spirituality yeah, from Mr. On, Nick Saban. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you want to talk yeah. about football with him. He's a he's a football expert, not a financial expert, not right. a law expert. You know what I'm saying? So you're going to get your experience and your information from somebody you respect yeah. in that space. If you need legal help, you're not going to go to your nearest fast food yeah. restaurant. You're not. You know what I'm saying? You're going to go to somebody who's respected in the space. This is simple. So, of course, you can't respect Kellen Moore because he has done nothing to earn that respect. How can you exactly. do it? He, he was unproven exactly. to begin with. Even if you want to, you can try your hardest. You can give it the good old yeah, college man. try. You can try your best. You got good intentions and everything. But naturally, you just not going to respect this man. Not in this space. Not in this space. You're not. And I'm going to tell you this right here. Um, one thing I know about Roll tide though. If you can't if you can't if you can't roll tide for sure. <laughs> if you can't like if you if you can't beat someone in like Mortal Kombat, like a physical corn combat, it's hard to then get on a get on it. Like I know Dak had to been in the weirdest situation because that's just weird, man. Like a guy that could not beat you on the field, right. now you have to call you have to now trust his mind. But think about this. Why what about when everybody else was saying he was a guru and West Coast was over here? Like, I don't believe he's a guru. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But what if I was that? <laughs> and I still had to be like, I don't believe he's a guru, but you know, I think he's a great, you know what I mean? Like yeah. a mat, like we don't, that's what I'm saying. Like, it sucks that Kellen Moore's greatest attribute was something that wasn't proven on paper. And it really sucks that they used Dak Prescott three of his years of his career to show y'all that. Yeah. yeah. Like, think about that. That was three years of his career that we used to show that dang he wasn't so so having the third string quarterback as your offensive coordinator doesn't work no it doesn't work <laughs> look how long it took him to learn about jason garrett man oh like, man 13 yeah. years collectively like, bro, <laughs> now look jason garrett they wanted to make they self right that's yep. a danger that's that's ego right there that's egotistical right there you yep. want to make yourself right you seen that you wasn't right but you just you just hell been on making yourself right like that's dangerous but I ain't going to lie, though. I do feel like this team is going in the right direction. I don't see as much ego moves no more. You know what I'm saying? Because right. I'm telling right. you straight up, ego moves last year, Jalen Tober would have been on the field whether he was ready or not. They would have yeah. forced him on us. Like, you remember you remember when you was a kid, mama used to make you eat the broccoli, law. You would have had <laughs> yeah. to eat that yeah. broccoli. Like, yeah, they would have forced Jalen Tober yeah. on us. Yeah. Real talk. All the beans you don't like, you got to eat it. They would have put smash, him on the field regardless. Smash and spread it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? smash it and spread it all over. Oh, I hate it. You know. <laughs> you don't want it, but you got to take it. I honestly don't. I wouldn't have been mo I would have been okay if they would have forced a little bit of on us. Because you know what? At least they would have been at least. Because, like, listen to me. I would have rathered him being forced on us than then sitting on the sidelines, bro. But you, like, you look. You would say, look, not just you. I ain't gonna want, I don't want to do that because I don't feel like fighting now. I got to go in a minute. But you was one of the people that was super mad at him for being outside. That was just one. Wait, wait, for being yeah. outside. No, 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 and no. He no, was no, outside. Wait, that was just one mistake. Wait, 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 wait. I didn't listen, listen, listen. Not listen. just you. I'm just talking about wait, talking wait, about wait, 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 let me let I me, let me speak on something. I, I personally was never have never really been 
I have actually been one that understood what was up with Jalen. Like, I didn't get mad at him yeah. for being. Yeah, for being yeah. I'm like, talking I, about in the masses for like in general, really. You no, know, let, yeah, me, yeah. let me just say, I'm gonna be honest with you. When he jumped offside, you know who I was upset with, and Henny, you 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 vouch for me on this because we did the game together. I was actually mad at the coaching staff for putting him in at that time. Yeah, yeah. You don't put a rookie in at that moment. Oh, right. you're talking about the right. moment. Because I was about to say, in general, yeah. you ain't talking about putting them in. You're talking about the situation. Okay. In theory, with guys who try to learn and pick up, you want to slide them in early so that they Thank don't you. put them in like a third quarter. In a critical situation. And, and to your point, to the degree, whereas you want to get somebody out there to make sure that they learn, there's two ways and two philosophies you can get from there, but you don't want to hurt it. Case in point, Chaz Green. Y'all remember, Whoa. I mean, they threw him out there left tackle and said, hey, make it happen. And he gave up six or seven sacks or something six like that. Sacks, yeah. Six sacks against the Atlanta Falcons. That was a horrid way to do that, right? And then yeah. you didn't put nobody on that side of the chip block. And that was the old regime. I think that sometimes as coaches, you can get – you can stunt the growth of a player by putting them out there too soon and not and not allowing them to play. And on top of that, you, you can stunt the growth of a player by putting them out there and not yanking them when necessary. That's My point, point is with this is the whole conversation with even Kelvin Joseph. You see, every chance he got thrown out there, it was, oh – it's an emergency. Let's throw him out there. He get burnt, and it kills his confidence. It's always leading up to that week that no coach said, hey, that's going to be my starting outside cornerback. So as a DB, you're supposed to have confidence. You're supposed to say, hey, I'm the end-all, be-all on the island out here. But if you never had solid ground, then you would never know. So Kevin Joseph's entire career, and I know y'all going to shank me with the butter knife for, for those that's in the chat that said, law man, get off of Kevin Joseph. But for him to never get a starting role that week going into the game changes the whole mindset of a player. And he's not like a Deron Bland who can they can just throw in there and make plays. All players are different. Yep. So we may not ever know who Kevin Joseph really is because he's always been thrown into the deep end and yanked before he can learn from his mistakes. Bad situations yeah. and yeah. can't take their lumps. But hey, y'all, yeah. yeah. um, shout out to Mr. Keith Shepard for the um, cash out, man. I hate yeah. it. I got to get ready to go, man. I want to rock out with y'all even more, but I got to go and wrap this up. I got to get to the day job, man. But I, I appreciate y'all, man. I got like I got like five minutes before I got to get up out of here too, man. So, yeah. um, but hey, man, I do want to say this before we get up out of here, man. Listen, uh, today is the 24th. Theoretically, mm -hmm. training camp starts in 30 days. In 30 mm -hmm. days. 30 Ooh. days. Then so we might we going out to Texas shortly, right? I'm gonna tell you yeah, we got Texas about two weeks. We, we got Texas in two weeks, but we ain't told nobody. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Training camp, low. training camp gonna be here in two in two weeks. And I two weeks in literally a month. You know what right. I'm saying? So we almost there. Yeah. <laughs> we almost there. Yeah. All these questions that we have are about to be answered literally in True. 30 days. Yes, sir. You listen to me, y'all. You're almost there. There's some folks that's about to jump off the cliff. Don't do it. You're almost there. Please don't. <laughs> that's yeah. I yeah, I just want to go on log out, man. You know. Are these offices are going faster, too. I will say that, but yeah. they are going faster. Yeah, you know, I go by Landlord from Alabama, man, with the same hound on our social media, man. Y'all come rock with me. I'm on the road to 4K, and I was very it. much so appreciate it if y'all help me go and get over this hump i'm trying to pop me a little bottle you know what i'm saying be a little celebratory so y'all yeah, help man. me out and get over this 4k hump man but i appreciate, appreciate it support. shout out to the nation and before i go shout out to west coast man i appreciate you bro you uh did the um Salute. big time interview on espn bro and you had the you know the gall <laughs> you know what i'm saying to, to yeah. mention my name you know htm law vibes he, he mentioned the whole space Man. You ain't have to do that, bro. You a solid dude, bro. I said it on Twitter. I said, man, West Coast probably the most un misunderstood dude in this space, man. Yeah. I just wanted to um tell you I appreciate you, though, bro. Real talk. Man, same here, my boy. Yeah, I appreciate yeah, the man. love you show, man. Real love, talk. Man. Salute, hey, man. hey, man, they asked me, they asked me where I get my, you know, where I get my motivation for, for content and stuff like that. And the easiest answer was, you know, is if these guys, if these six guys are talking about it, 
then the nation's talking about it. We should yeah. be talking about it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Already, so man. more importantly, man, shoot, I appreciate y'all for motivating me and being consistent, man. So I All named right. six guys that motivate me and say, you know, whether they do it that they know or maybe they do and they don't know. You know what I'm saying? That's you got you yes. gotta get Wes's flowers too, man. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And the last thing I'm gonna say is this: in 2023, supporting other content creators—that's the new vibe, bro. Like that's the yeah, new vibe. Way. Too many. Yeah. It's the new wave. It's too many times people are like, "Oh, you don't do shows with this person. You don't know." We. Yeah. It's not that we. I'm about know. to say, me and ATM beefing all of a sudden. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I said, hey, I said how I said how rap beef start, man. Look, 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 they said you and ATM mad at each other. I said, yeah, I can't stand them. I, I can't, can't stand them. Man. <laughs> And you guys already know what it is, man. I'm West Coast Cowboy, man. That's HGM Sports. That's Landlord. And y'all know, hey, 107,000 subscribers on YouTube lets you know you know who the hell that bearded man is. Nah, everybody knows who Law is. <laughs> Big Law! <laughs> yeah, Big Law. Not the little You know what I'm saying? I appreciate y'all, man. Let's get yes, it. Yes, sir. Uh, you be blessed. Indeed, man. I'm going to holler at y'all, man. All right.